0: The goal of our lives as Christians and as Catholics is to let Christ become more alive in us. But that requires we need to die more to ourselves. That's why the Beatitudes can be particularly challenging to us. I'd like to focus today on a few of the Beatitudes just to illustrate the point. As human beings, as we know from young on, we're very much motivated by getting what we want. And as parents, good parents provide for what we want when we're little. So by the time of two, or whatever that perfect age is, we know what the word no means. We want our way. To be a Christian and a Catholic means, no, I want God's way in me. So how does that transformation happen? Well, as a simple example, we have some kids here today, so this might be a way to illustrate my point. As a little kid, we would often go to my grandpa and grandma's, which was my mother's parents, to visit them. My grandmother had a severe stroke and was not doing great, and my uncle was uh, disabled, so they couldn't get around easily. So we would go visit them. And next door was my aunt and uncle who had 10 kids. And so, we had football games galore, and there were eight of us that were all about the same age, and there was only one girl on the team, and she was one year ahead of me, and she could plow me down like nothing. So that meant I was second to the bottom. Now, I don't know about you, but as a little kid, I never wanted to be second to the bottom. I always wanted to be chosen first. I always wanted to throw, throw into me or given the ball to run or to make great plays. Why is that? Because we seek that which will bring us pleasure. We will get affirmations from others. We will feel like we are so awesome. That's deeply ingrained within us. And the Beatitudes challenge that kind of disposition so that we might grow in maturity to not focus on ourselves, but focus on what is good for someone else. And so it's such a delight when I get to see parents or others, I think of my own parents, who would make many, many sacrifices for us for our good, not for their own. And the more we can grow in that sense of not having the world center around us, like at that age of terrible twos, when the kids want to do their own thing and have whatever they want, sometimes we cling to aspects of that as we grow even through our life, whether it's in spousal relationships, whether it's in sibling relationships, perhaps even with children or coworkers. The call of the Beatitudes is something so much more. The call of the Beatitudes calls us to be poor in spirit. That does not mean to beat ourselves up because we are imperfect. That's not what poor in spirit means. What poor in spirit means is we seek the good of another for their sake and not for our own. We could use the example of the prodigal son, The father sought out the youngest son, not for his good, but because he wanted his son to receive the gift of forgiveness. And he sought out the oldest son, who was angry because he felt like the other son was spoiled. The father did not do that for his own good. He did that to restore the right ordering of the prodigal son, and the elder son. As we grow in the spiritual life, to become poor in spirit means that we lose the focus on ourselves. And what it does is it opens the doors for the pivotal virtue the catechism speaks of, humility as the foundation of all the spiritual life. Humility, I love the way St. Therese of Lisieux describes it, humility is truth. So when there's something good within us, we do something good and somebody acknowledges that, our disposition could be, and it's a wonderful disposition, well, thanks be to God. Because humility recognizes that everything we have is God's gift to us. Humility also acknowledges that I am second to the last in the totem pole on the football team. But boy, I struggled with that, because I wanted to be number one, because I wanted to be the center of attention. I wanted everything my way because we're human. We're kids. But to grow out of that, we grow into the maturing into the likeness of Christ who came not to do his own will, but the will of his heavenly Father. He came to do the will of his heavenly Father because the heavenly Father willed what's good for us, that we could inherit the kingdom of God, inherit the land. That's the third of the Beatitudes around meekness. So the importance in our lives of being poor in spirit seeking the good of others. To be meek, or another word often used is to be gentle, to be kind in our relationships, not demanding. My brothers and sisters, it's not easy to become more like Christ. But not only is it possible, it's a reality for us when we open our heart to God And we ask God for what we need to overcome the obstacles that keep us from embracing the beautiful, beautiful gift of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who are merciful, those who mourn the meek, the clean of heart, the peacemakers, those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. That's what St. Paul means when he speaks in the second reading to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly to despise the world. Those who counted for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who were something, meaning those who thought they were something. So let us pray for the grace to let Christ come alive within our hearts more and more, and to seek the Lord, to seek the Lord, as we heard in our first reading by asking for the graces we need to let Christ be confirmed and conformed more fully in our lives so we discover how awesome it is to be a beloved disciple of Christ.